What's happening, everybody? It's your man, Dame DNYDC. It's two mics up. It was a brand new episode Monday night. And man, today, and today's guest, man, special guest. You know, when we talk about, you know, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship, you know, leaders in our community. And when I say leader, we're talking about leadership comes in many different ways. But today we're talking about thought leaders, you know, someone who, who's really taking the initiative and, and speaking to our community. And this gentleman is also an author of all things. You know, this he's got a full repertoire of doing so many things for so many in our community. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and bring, you know, to the other mic, today's guest, Dr. Sean M. Nicholson. Sean, how you doing today, brother? Oh, man, I'm going good, dude. What's happening? Hey, man, look, I'm blessed. You know, we're here today talking, man. I'm really excited. You know, we... We had met a while back and we've been trying to make this connection. So I'm glad we finally were able to make that connection to get you on today, man. And, and like I said, yeah. I'm, I'm excited because of the work that you're doing. And we've talked and I, and I think it's really important, you know, on, on my platform to have another man, another brother who looks like me, you know, yeah. who who is really out here making positive change. And before we get into all your work and your depth, brother, I have to ask, you know, who <laughs> is... Sean Nicholson. Oh wow, man! Um, that, that's that's a load, that's, that's that's a loaded question, you know, because you get so many different titles and accolades and things like that. But man, I'm I'm just I'm just real, man. It's I'm I'm just trying to leave a legacy, you know, build generational wealth and impact as many people as I can along the way. That's that's really it, man. Um, nothing big. That's that's all I'm trying to do. And see, I, and that's one of the things that I think, um, not even I think I know when we first met that that gravitated me towards you is the humbleness, you know, remaining humble and really grounded um in your space, um, not getting too big with all the accolades and everything. But where where do you find or where do you think that that attribute really comes from? Because so many of us, man, we want to pat ourselves on the back, you know, look sure. at me, look at what I'm doing. And I relate to that, like I said, because I, I find myself, I think I'm very humble. But I'm curious mm -hmm. to know for you, like, where does that groundedness come from? Well, I mean, really, for real, you know, I had great parents. I mean, mm. that's that's the bottom line. I had great parents. Uh, they they raised me right. Um, I come from good stock. Um, and then there's also my faith, you know, my, mm. my background. I've learned not to think no more highly of myself than I ought to think, which tells yeah. me I should think something of myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you got to be got to be humbled in this thing, man, because um, I can't be above everyone else trying to do what I'm doing. You know, I got to get down in the trenches, roll my sleeves up, you know, really get grimy with it. Right. So right. I can make sure that um, I'm doing and I'm, I'm level set. You know, I keep mm -hmm. level setting myself by doing that. Mm -hmm. mm, I, I love that, man. And I, and I hope people really listen because that I, it's important along this journey and through through these levels of success um, that you that you attain, 
because we, we want everybody to, to reach their maximum success, but you have to stay grounded. You have to have that humbleness, mm-hmm. um, you know, along the way, because, you know, what's the story? You know, once you're on the way to the top, you pass so many people, but, you know, on the way down, you're going to see those same people. Uh, and it true. may not be as nice uh, on that's the right. way down. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but that's right. You, that's right. What are the things, Sean, you do, man? Like, I had, and I, you know, after talking to you, really digging in, you know, you're a thought leader. And it took, I had to sit down and really start looking at, because this is, I mean, it's different, um, you know, it, just in the thought leadership role. But can you talk about that, you know, to our audience, man, and really kind of give us some explanation what that looks like? Like, how did you develop that? Where, where did all of this come from? So, I mean, the textbook answer to that is basically, you know, a person whose views are taken to be authoritative or influential. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's the textbook definition of it. Um, but when it's also applied to uh, industry as well. So I can be a thought, it could be a thought leader in industry. You know, it can be mm. a thought leader in different sectors and all. Uh, but what I like to look at it more so as a thought leader as really being a person that um, is able to deliver an authentic, genuine content you know, mm. that's that's based on my expertise, my insight, my experiences and everything that I have accomplished along the way. That is where I kind of frame the whole thought leader part. Of. So you, you you mentioned some of the, you know, some of the things along the way. And I, I, I and I don't want to guess, but I, I want to ask, like, are those some of the things that that maybe got you motivated, like some of your, let's say, life experiences, work experiences? Um, and how did you really one? Because uh, and this really is really like a multiple part question for me. Sure. Because it, I want to know. It seems like all of these played into you know the thought leadership. You know, becoming yeah. a coach. You know, becoming yeah. a speaker and author. Like, kind of talk about how that develops. Because I think some of us don't really realize how you can really grow all of those things or nurture all of those things. Yeah. No, that's that's good. I, I think the biggest thing is that I have been. Uh, so I'm a third generation contractor, um, mm-hmm. entrepreneur on both sides of my family. Um, everybody really just kept it, kept it low, kept it small, kept it local and things. Um, but my mindset has never really been that, you know, I, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to to grow and, and to um, amplify and to replicate everything that I'm doing. So I started entrepreneurship officially uh, in 1998. Now, I've always done some form of entrepreneurship. I mean, I I was the paper boy. I was cutting grass. <laughs> I was, you know, <laughs> shoveling snow. You know, I was, right. I was trying, to, trying to make that bread. You know what I mean? Right. So, but, but, but now, uh, I mean, but as, as things went along, I had a trade. So mm. my foundation comes from my vocational experience. Mm-hmm. And the ironic thing about it, I'm a carpenter by trade. So my, oh, wow. my father's a carpenter. Uh, he's been doing it well over 50 years. He doesn't do it much now. But that's I learned the trade at wow. age 12. Mm. And who knew that not only would I be building buildings and houses and uh, decks and all this stuff, but I also would be building people's lives. Who knew? Wow. Uh, you know, I, I really love it because that's, a, that's an aspect that, you know, I, we've talked about here on the show. But that's an aspect that's really going away. You know, so many of us, you know, everybody's not built for college, right? We get right. that. Right. And, but I also say that everyone, we, we as a community, we're more than athletes and artists mm-hmm. and rappers and different things. And I, you touched on something that's really important, though, the vocational trade. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it seems like that's fallen away from so many of our high school programs and programs where people in the community could, could just go ahead and learn a trade. And I like how you use that because if somebody's listening, I think it's important that 
if school's not for you, go ahead and find a trade. Because, I mean, yeah. we're being yeah. replaced. Or, you know, a lot of jobs now are being automated. Right. And we're being replaced. But there are a lot, still a lot of jobs out there that you can go and find that you can still use a trade and a skill set to be successful. But it can also then, like you just said, though, bleed or blend into so many other avenues that you can write about, you can talk about, you yeah. can share about. And, you know, one of the things that and I'm saying all of this because, ladies and gentlemen, when we first when I first met Dr. Dr. Nicholson, he was working. You were working on a program, if I remember correctly, uh, yeah. I believe. So could you talk about that? Because I think that's a really dope program, man. I mean, I was fascinated by it. Yeah. So I created it. Um, so um, it, it's a leadership development program, but it's specifically for young people. So mm. I've so you touched on something as far as the vocational trade and it's gone. It's kind of gotten away from from everyone. However, mm -hmm. it is coming back. It, is, it okay. is coming back. And I'm a very big advocate for the CTE programs, which are okay. the career te career technical educational programs. Because right. what we what we have found out, as you had said, everybody's not cut out for a four year college experience right now. Right. See, that's the, that's the, I, I want to yep. say right now. It doesn't Agreed. mean that it won't never happen. But right Agreed. now, mm -hmm. um, I couldn't stand school. You know, that, that was the last place I wanted to be. And I wasn't a bad student. I right. just, I, I just could, I didn't like it. I didn't like right. it. Um, and for those that follow me and will be hearing things now, because I'm more so exposing some of the things. I'm a high school dropout. Mm. You know, straight up. Mm -hmm. Went back, got, but I, I went back, got my GED, but I always had a trade. So everything right. that I have accomplished has gone back to the trade. Now, since that yeah. time, I've gone undergrad and, you know, got you know all this stuff. But, right. but my foundation was that. So mm -hmm. what I what I saw is that it is it is moving a lot away from the traditional educational um, platform. So I wanted to be able to go into the middle schools and high schools to teach a leadership development to kind of reemphasize and secure these small skills and critical thinking and, you know, time management and um, all of these other things that come along with these tough skills that we find out in the workplace that people are lacking, you know? Mm, so I wanted yep. to go back to the seventh, eighth graders, the 10th and 11th, and we created a hybrid program. Then I'm telling you, it was a success. This was the first year that we did it. Wow. Um, I, I had 180 students. Wow. Uh, I visit them once a month in Arkansas, Osceola, okay. Arkansas. It, 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 I didn't even know there was such thing. <laughs> but but it's, uh, it's about an hour outside of Memphis, Tennessee. And and it was just phenomenal. Just just phenomenal. Wow. They, they really gravitated. Uh, more so the 7th and 8th graders really embraced what we were doing. 10th and 11th grade only because of society and the stigma on certain things. Mm -hmm. I think they were a little bit reluctant and pushing back. That and basically, right. you know, they're trying to get on up out of there. But but the seventh and eighth graders, the great thing about that, I get to follow them oh, throughout their journey. Exactly. So wow. we're constantly dropping and dropping seeds and, and making sure that we're building them up, lifting them up, reinforcing things that's already in them, because that's what it's about. Our, our children, man, they, they just need someone that they can trust, that will look at them yeah. uh, as as they are. Right. Yeah. And yeah. understand uh, a lot of what we do is built in trauma informed care. You know, yeah. we ask, yeah. we ask the question, not what's wrong with you, but what happened to you? What happened you know? to you? Yep. Man, I love I love that man. And I, I hope to see that, you know, because that's the type of program that we really need to see, um, you know, nationwide, in my opinion, you know, and, and I hope, uh, you know, this continues to be a successful one. And we can use this as a pilot, man, because I think it's really important that that level of work of what you're doing, uh, you should be commended. And I thank you for, for doing it. 
You know, so you. Uh, and I'm glad you, you know, we're able to share it here on the show. Um, mm -hmm. I also asked too, like with that, because you know, with that type of preparation, um, also, you know, being an entrepreneur and a speaker and author, you know, how do you really go about preparing a lot of your materials? Like, you know, the a lot of your topics, I know they probably come, you know, from within and through experience. But what other factors do you tie in or, or when you're trying to deliver a message, let's say, you know, how do you go? What is it maybe a day or a week or a month look like when you're preparing for an event? Wow. So um, I'm I'm a I'm a big preparer, um, if you will. Um, I'm organized. I um, I plan. I guess mm -hmm. that's the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. I, I plan everything out, um, but everything is a teachable moment, right? Yeah. So yeah. I can I can be I can be riding down the street and see something happen, and I'm like, okay, what can I get out of that? Mm -hmm. You know, to make sure that it's a, it's a teachable. Uh, my parental grandfather, who I never met, he he passed when my father was actually 13, but he wow. used to say that you know if you learn one new thing every day. By the end of the year, you have learned 365 things, right? And that's what I do every day. I try to learn one new thing every day. And that gives me my content. Obviously, um, the experience that I've had, you know, I've ran multiple companies and uh, throughout the years. Um, I've, I've nonprofit, for-profit, you know, I mean, it's... I've experienced a lot. I've seen a lot. You know, mm -hmm. I've worked in uh, the housing projects, you know, the bricks, as we as some yes, of us right. call it. That's right. That's right. I mean, I, I've been in that. I've been in it. I've been in the suburbs and I've been in the mansions, you know, so mm -hmm. I have a I have a pretty good worldview. Um, I've been overseas. I've been I mean, so it's like all of these different things make up experiences and you mm -hmm. get to talk to so many different people and understand how they do what they do. Yeah. My biggest thing, I'm a sponge. I soak everything, everything up. Up. i'm, I'm mm -hmm. listening when you i'm listening when you don't think i'm listening, listening. right yep. And, yep. and i'm always researching and so mm -hmm. the, this is how i'm able to um have a a good sense of um whatever that subject matter is because i study you know mm -hmm. i mentioned I, I didn't like school but now i can't get enough of it can't you know what I'm I, <laughs> you ain't got to tell me man look i i think i i'm not gonna tell i was a big proponent of school but i enjoy school certain aspects of it anyway and i being right. a political science major, reading was always something and still is something that I enjoy doing. And I think it ties in like when you're doing something such as a podcast and things of that nature, you really have to read up on every guess. You know, okay. you really have That's to right. do your due diligence. You know, look, mm -hmm. we're not gonna put out here some BS, you know, right. that right. you know, we we're not doing that. And I and I love that fact, you know, being a preparer, and, and this goes across everything I think you do in life, being prepared. Yeah, absolutely. In life, uh, and reading is a huge part of that. Uh, but being a sponge, listening, I tell you, look, I, I used to have family tell me, you know, the reason why you got two ears and one mouth, it's twice <laughs> as hard to listen, yeah. you know, before you spew something out of your mouth. And listening is free, so right. you know, I, I like to absorb what you can from your surroundings and the things that you hear. And I'm the same way, even though you might think I'm not listening, I'm hearing everything that you're saying. So, absolutely, you know, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to step away, we're going to take a pause for the cause, and we're going to be right back after the break. But we're going to continue this amazing conversation. We're going to talk about books. Okay. We're going to talk about how Dr. Sean Nicholson has got into his little author hat. I know, right? Hey, man, hey, man look, you're doing big <laughs> things, brother. So look here, ladies and gentlemen, don't go away. Like I said, we'll be right back after this short pause for the calls from our sponsors. We'll be right okay. back.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your man, Dame DMYDC. We back fresh out the break, sitting here rocking with Dr. Sean Nicholson, entrepreneur, thought leader, speaker, and author. And we're going to talk about the work that he's been putting in as an author. You know, we could talk about some books here. You know, I think like we talked <laughs> about before, reading is important. But let's right. read some of Dr. Sean's books, ladies and gentlemen. So look, Sean, um, two, two amazing pieces of work that I, I know that I've seen. Uh, okay. And uh, I want to go out and definitely uh, purchase now because I want to support. But if you could, like the first one that I, I came across and I want to talk about, if you could talk about to us about, you know, mm -hmm. teach me how to pivot, you know, because yes. I think it's important. We, we came out of the pandemic and, and, and so many of us as business owners, entrepreneurs, whatever, we weren't we weren't really ready. We didn't mm -hmm. know how to shift and pivot. Uh, but I want to know. I want to hear more about how you came up uh, across that. And how you, how do you use uh, that piece of perspective to help others pivot? Right. Well, um, teach me how to pivot is definitely you know it's kind of like a catchy um, title. Uh, and you from up top, so you know <laughs> um, you know that's you know Dougie Fresh and how, yeah. when the song came, I teach me how to Dougie, and he yep. was going around saying that you know I'm the yep. originator, you know all this. So it's kind of like a little play, a little play on that. But in in 2020. The word pivot became the word of the year. Sure did. Right? The sure word did. of the year. And pivot is basically um, you know, it's it's being able to uh to to swing or to shift or to adapt, you know, right? right? And and so a lot of times when you think about it, you think about ships and you know mechanical things as far as pivoting and all. But in business, the word uh really became a new buzzword. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like everybody's pivoting, especially with COVID-19. What do we right. do now? You know, right. we have we've, we've been through the the we the Great Depression and we've been yep. through uh, the, the Great Recession and we've been yep. through all of these different things. And now we have a global pandemic. Now what? Now, the great mm -hmm. thing about that, it level set everyone. Everyone sure was impacted by that. Sure everyone was impacted. So we were able to come up with the book, um, Teach Me How to Pivot, which is actually an acronym. Uh, okay. So it's, it's, it's planning, innovation, vision, outweigh threats. That's what pivot is, right? Okay. So in order to pivot from any type of crisis, whether it be um, death, whether mm -hmm. it be uh, a global pandemic, a recession, whether it be retirement, whether it be failure to plan for mm -hmm. secession and all, whatever it is, you got to be able to pivot. And how mm -hmm. do you do that? By planning. Wow. Right. Mm -hmm. You got to plan. You mm -hmm. got to be able to be innovative. Right. Creative. Right. You got to have a vision. You, know, yep. you got to have a vision. And then you have to make sure that all of those things outweigh the threats that we come mm. up with. Well, what are wow. the threats? Well, um, inflation, you know, mm -hmm. um, people having to stay locked in and hunker down and they couldn't come couldn't, couldn't come out. How do I do that? I may mm. have a, I may have had a thriving retail business at a storefront, but now nobody's coming in the store. So now I have to create a way to pivot. So now mm -hmm. that I can turn it into an e-commerce store, right. you know, and then now people, it would be direct shipping and I don't have to worry about the inventory. So things of that nature. So that's how we end up coming up with the concept of, of pivot and teach me how to pivot. Man. First of all, I'm blown away. Cause you know, when it, the more you talk about, I, I read, this is a, it's not just a entrepreneur. This is a life thing. This is a, Absolutely. a Absolutely. full circle life pivot and yes. um i think that's important because like i said i'm i'm thinking of so many things like you said death laws you know yeah. personal yeah. And, and all of these things really you do have to it is and it is just bigger you know because originally when i was looking at it i was reading and i'm just going to be i was reading and looking through it through at from a pandemic yeah uh, standpoint yeah. yeah 
But now that I mean, I think that's important because then this is really a tool. Absolutely. Uh, Really. You know, was that the intent? You know, always. Okay. Okay. Always. Yeah. Yeah. See, as I teach, Mm-hmm. I, or as I learn, I teach, you know, mm-hmm. so that that's how it is. And I, I'm, I don't covet anything, you know, mm-hmm. if I have it, I'm giving it, you know, because there's so I know it was hard for me. Right. I, I right. said, I, I mentioned I started my first official company in 98. I didn't really have help. You know, mm. I, I had some people on the sidelines cheering me on, but uh, there was lack of resources. They were right. um, I was forced into it. Right. I was mm. I was a, a, a contractor for uh, one of the local cities in the state and they kind of messed their grant up. So there goes my consulting agreement mm. with them. Right. right. And so I had to really pivot <laughs> into mm-hmm. into that situation. And but but because I had business acumen, I was able to go back to some of my former employers and set up contracts that lasted me literally three years before I moved and pushed play. So Mm. you got to be able to plan. You got to be innovative. You know, you got to have a vision. And if you have all of those, they'll outweigh any threats that may come your way. Man, whew, that's dope, man. Look, we're going to make sure we put all that information in notes. Y'all got to go out and get it. This is a life transformation pivot. It really is. It really it can is. be applied to anything. It can be applied right. to anything. I mean, for me, it's business, but it's also life too. You yeah. know, because um, we're, we're going, I'm going through some things now um, with, with trying to push some stuff around. And I'm literally having to go back and read my books. You know, I mean, seriously, you know, no, I'm I, going chapter by chapter. It's like, wait a minute. And that, that's the part that I, I hope that people, <laughs> you know, are watching this or hearing it, that they really understand, you know, and I think it's important because no matter, and like we said earlier, no matter how far you go along, you're still going to be faced with challenges, right? And Absolutely, you're going to come across yeah. it. And sometimes you need that if you're not in that in that pivot, that planning and innovative. If you're not ready for that, at least you have now a resource. And I right. think it's important to have a resource that you can go to that can give you some guidance. Like you said, because a lot of times yeah. we don't have that guidance. It's not in our neighborhoods. It, you know, that, that's not handed down or passed down sometimes. So to no, have this resource is important. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, so you also have another book, Sean, that, that's very interesting. Um mm. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let you talk. I'm going to let you into, talk about it, introduce it, because I, I, I like it, but I want to, I really want to know more about this one. Uh, right. I, I got the pivot, but I want to know about this one. I bet. So, so this, this is my baby. This, this is the, this is my first manuscript, right? Okay. And it's, it's called Pass Eye On. Mm-hmm. And, and basically it's a play on the word passion, uh, mm-hmm. which I, which I own the um, trademark to that. Okay. But, um, being extremely passionate, me, of of the things that I do, regardless of what it is. Right. But business has really been something that has um, I've been really, really passionate about. I grew a company uh, from 98 all the way to 2010 and literally almost lost everything because wow. of the recession. You know, when everything, when the real estate bubble burst and all that, I mean, it was construction and real estate development. That was my world. So everything that made me money literally stopped. Wow. And I was devastated, man. I mean, devastated. And that's when I had to kind of take a, a pause back and I ended up going back to school, but I was probably depressed, man, literally three years, wow. you know, because wow. I'm a goal, I'm a goal oriented person. And my mm-hmm. goal was to, by the time I got 40, I was going to make my first million. Right. That mm-hmm. was, that was the goal. So right. I had to shut everything down at 38 and I was right there, you know, and I'm like, Oh my God. So we lost so much stuff. So I started thinking, um, Later on, I was like, man, I, I got to share this because I don't want 
other people to have to go through the same things that I went through. Um, I used to tell people that I know how to make money in a thriving economy. Right. I, I can do it just as good as anyone else. Right. But I didn't know how to make it in a recession, largely because I wasn't old enough, really. Mm. And I hadn't experienced things. But there was one thing. I told you I'm a reader. I read John Rockefeller, mm-hmm. um, the history of John Rockefeller and how that in the right at the beginning, middle of the Great Depression, he tried to get money and stuff to build this, the center in New York and couldn't borrow of anything. So he ended up using his own money, right? Right. And so, and now it is like, I mean, General talk about generation wealth, wealth. Yeah. you know, but he it was birth literally in the Great Depression. So mm. so I was like, OK, well, I don't necessarily have uh, the resources to give everyone. But what I do have is the experience and experience, right. they say, is the best teacher. But mm-hmm. it ain't always got to be your experience to learn from it. That's right. right. So so that's how it that's how it initiated. And what it, and because of my uh, background as a builder, as I said, that's where the pass I on the seven building blocks to sustainability wow. and success. So it's kind of a pun on that on those words. And and each one of those building blocks means something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we have time to go through mm-hmm. a couple of them, but but that's that's what that makes me. So basically, uh, building block one, my faith. Uh huh. Period. 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 My faith is really, really important to me. And Mm -hmm. I know that without God, there's absolutely nothing that I can do. But with him, I can can do all things. That's right. That's (laughs) right. So but but in the book, I don't necessarily get it on the religious part of it. But I say that you got to have faith in yourself. That's so right. I, don't, I don't care who your higher power is. You got to have faith in yourself because That's if you right. don't, it's not going to get accomplished. And then favor. Mm. I, I believe in favor. I believe that favor works hand in hand with faith. And that with those, that's when things happen to you that wasn't even supposed to happen. Just supposed out happen. of nowhere, something yep. comes at like a job um, um, contract or uh, a, a check in the mail or mm-hmm. um, someone come across your path that is able to pour into you, you know, because it's right. not all about money. It's not all right. about money, but it's about information and, and wisdom. And so, right. So that's the second one. Then thirdly, passion. That's mm-hmm. me. You got to be passionate. When you are passionate about the stuff that you do, it doesn't matter what's going on around you, distractions, how the economy is. You're going to keep pushing. You're going to keep that. pushing it, man. And, and because you're so um, diligent and, 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 and passionate about it, it helps you to now level set, right? Mm. It's like you, you're constantly level setting all yep. the time. You're level setting. And then that helps you for the fourth one, which is resilience. You mm. got to bounce back. Now that yep. you did all of that and you got your footings right, you right. got yep. your foundation building, now, now you, you got to bounce back. You got to bounce it. back. You got to have resilience. And then rejuvenation is this fifth block. Well, mm-hmm. the, the, the root word for uh, rejuvenate is juvenile. So what comes to mind is a child, right? Mm. And re, re means do it again. So right. now I got to go back to like I was when I was a child, mm. that I was soaking up everything. I was learning right. everything. I wasn't scared to try stuff. I was a risk taker. Right. I'm jump, I used to jump fences. You know, I'm running jumping fences wow. and stuff. All six, sometimes three, four, five, six, eight foot fences, right? Just that was my thing. But there was no fear. So when wow. you reju- when you come in back to rejuvenating yourself, there's no fear, right? Wow. So you can cancel out all of that other stuff, doubt and everything else. And then the sixth one is rebranding. After mm. you've done all that, now how do I rebrand? Well, I did this for 20 years and I was successful and, 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 and the, you know, all of this stuff has this, happened. Yeah. Then. Well, that was then. 
Now you got to rebrand yourself. You know, right. what does it look like in this Today. space? What does it look mm -hmm. like now? How, mm -hmm. how am I going to present myself now? That's what you got to look at. So you got to rebrand yourself. And then lastly, if you do all of that, the final building block is success. That's mm. the final building block. If you follow each one of those steps, each one of those building blocks, you will find sustainability and success and not just business, but in anything that you do. Wow, man. This right here, ladies and gentlemen, you you don't get this everywhere. And, and I mean, <laughs> the, I mean, and that was just brief off the top. You know, we could go on and on and on. This would be a whole nother segment, you know, <laughs> yeah. within itself that, you know, we definitely can uh, work on bringing Dr. Sean back. Because I think it's important, like, to really to really hear these things and really go in depth about these things. Because it is so true. And everything that he said, you know, the rebranding, you know, what you did, you know, over here or what you did for 10 years. But how do you re repackage yourself and really shine in today's world because things have changed you know look, i'm doing it now i'm doing look we both doing it now because you know yeah. look i'm a dinosaur compared to you know with some things uh but you you know you, if you want to be in tune and in touch you got to repackage yourself you, you got to do it man and, and I, I just love it. i love all of those principles uh but i definitely like i said that that can be a whole nother conversation we'd love to have you come back <laughs> and we can talk about that uh sure. in more detail um but you know before i close i also want to you know dr sean uh, nicholson also you know He's got a podcast coming out. Uh, you know, he's working on that. So give us a little background, you know, on the podcast and what can we expect, uh, you know, from you on your platform? Oh, man. So the, the <laughs> podcast, the podcast is um, is exciting because it's basically called Pass Eye on the podcast. Right. So um, and we already have a few episodes that's up there, but it's about having the content. So what we've been doing is really putting together some contacts. So we'll push it back out there July 1 um, mm -hmm. as we're going into Q3. But basically we we help business leaders get the word out about the important work that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Right. And how that they're serving their community, how they're serving their market, how they're working in their profession. And we want to support them and celebrate them by sharing positive stories using their passion, you know, mm -hmm. what they're passionate about and that really the traditional media will probably ignore. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the goal is for our listeners to basically tune in to hear about the business topics that really shape their life right now. Additionally, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be peeling back some uh, some of the professional sheen, if you will, to to bring the conversations with the people that the public should really know. So mm -hmm. that's that's really what it what it's all about is really just giving people a platform to share their passion, you know, so that people can learn from it. Man, we we learn by information. We learn by what other people people have done and, and and i think that this is a great platform to be able to do that on well i look forward to it i can't wait you know can continue success and everything that you're doing uh with you know your books you Appreciate know your it. mentoring your leadership you know the podcast but before we go i also want to allow you sean to take a moment and share your social media with our audience we want to make sure we get our audience to go ahead out and, and support okay. and check you out well, well, since mine is so simple, I'm, I'm going to say it real quick. And if you allow me, I got one little thing I, that I want to share. Sure, but sure. it's Dr. Sean M. Nicholson. That's it. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Simple as that. Dr. Sean M. Nicholson. That would be on the IG and uh, TikTok. Um, it's on uh, Facebook. It's on LinkedIn. That's that's how you find me right there. But if because of the two books that we wrote, I wanted to do more. 
So we're getting ready to launch what I call the Pivot to Passion Academy. So okay. I've taken both books and, and I'm showing people how that they can uh, pivot to their passions. You know, So mm -hmm. whatever it is that's stopping them um, from doing the things that they really want to do, we had a five-step formula that would be able to help them pivot to their passion. So that that's that goes starts out um, on Q, Q3 and all the information is on my profile. So if you go to the bio, you'll see all the information. Uh, and lastly, I got one, I got another book coming out. So right. by the end of the month, I got my other book that is for my faith-based people. So this one okay. is going to be, yeah, this is, this is going to be good here. Uh, so I'm excited about that, but we do have uh, another book that that we're dropping um, at the end of the month, and basically the name of the book is uh, "Walking Walking by Faith." That's that's what it is. That's my whole yeah. journey, brother. Walking yeah. by faith, and 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 it's walking by faith. Uh, do you see what I'm saying? Walking by faith, trusting God's guidance every step of the way. Yeah, I love it, man. Look, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, look, it doesn't get any better than this. You know, another episode of Two Mics Up. Dr. Sean M. Nicholson. Appreciate yeah, it. Man. It's been a pleasure, man. Finally glad Likewise. to have you come here, man. Rock with me on the platform. You Thank know, you. Look, it's been another great episode of Two Mics Up, ladies and gentlemen. You know how we do every Monday night, season five, mobile TV, global network. Check us out, 8 p.m. You know, you can check me out Fridays, man. You know, I drop a business corner, you know, trying to go ahead and give you some business tips, networking tips, just to help improve yourself. So check that out. You can also follow me. <clears throat> I'm your host. Dame DNYDC across our social media, Dame DNYDC, IG, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also, you know, don't forget, follow Two Mics Up as well across social media, IG, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Two Mics Up. And you know how we do, ladies and gentlemen, at this time? I just want to ask you to stay safe, stay blessed. Mics up.